Welcome back, class. This is Teacher's Lounge. I'm Optimus Fields at My Living Truth, and we're at block height 683374 and the current price is $50,384 per Bitcoin. So, Jester, what a week. Where, where do we even start with this week, bro? I, I mean, I know where we're going to start, but what a week, man. This this news oh week God. that we... That we uh, so to everyone out there, you guys know we game plan every Tuesday, and I swear the list that we put together is probably the longest one we've ever had, and we don't nearly ever get through any of it. So just low-key bullish week, just for give the people your thoughts. <laughs> it's so funny because yeah, you know, we're we're thinking about topics. You know, we've been like you know paying attention to Twitter all week, you especially, and uh, yeah, we've we've listed off all these things and then in one day like usually the day <laughs> of the podcast it's like it, suddenly all of that stuff is just like it doesn't even matter and it was it was a, a list full of you know hugely bullish news and and then Elon comes and <laughs> <laughs> forget about it right all right so to those that aren't on twitter and live under a rock or maybe you're just not as obsessed with bitcoin elon musk came out today and was it on the tesla official no it was on his it was on his personal twitter account and he said maybe maybe i'll, I'll pull up the exact tweet but essentially he was he was giving us some energy fud guys he he's saying bitcoin bitcoin uses too much energy and until it gets on renewables uh, a higher percentage of renewables. He's not going to buy more or transact on the network, but he's going to hodl. So, like, dude, is is he just straight up being, like, is he just straight up stupid? You know, is this motherfucker artistic as fuck? Or is this, like, a, a blatant manipulation strategy? Because he's talking out of both mouths. I, I can't... I, like, Do you think your Bitcoin gets secured from anyway, <laughs> Exactly, dude. Like... Like the the you're literally relying if you hold Bitcoin you are relying upon its security model which is in largely in part due to embedding the 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 transactions underneath gigawatts of energy motherfucker like this is what the whole point is the point is to expend energy yeah he's sorry yeah, I got hey, hey, he obviously doesn't understand what proof of work means otherwise you know well no he still has puppet masters you know he gets his money a majority of it through government subsidies once you know that stuff goes the way of old yeller he's gonna be in some trouble and so he needs to play whatever parts they tell him to play in my opinion he's got people that i've already told him before that you can't say this. You can't say that. The Security Exchange Commission even reprimanded him one time. So this is a guy who's already been told that before you say anything, it needs to be reviewed by our attorneys first. And if not, it's going to cause severe issues for us later down the road. 
and it's already caused problems for their board of directors before Tesla. So if people don't think that what he's putting out there through any type of social media isn't already hasn't been seen by other eyes besides himself before it was put up there, like via a handler, they obviously don't understand what really happens at a corporate level. Um, I'm constantly because like remember when he changed things. his name to Bitcoin? <laughs> like remember he changed his, his thing to Bitcoin and then he immediately turned it off and started talking about Dogecoin. Like this is a guy who tweets who taunts the SEC on Twitter casually, just kind of off the cuff. I think this is a guy who doesn't really think a lot before he tweets. Yeah, I know he is like the you know top five richest people in the world, but I don't know. I think I think a lot you, more is his stream of consciousness. He he doesn't think about what he says. And he doesn't think about because think about like if, if you're a if you're Tesla and you're just now realizing that Bitcoin uses a lot of energy as a part of a security model, you kind of fucked up. Like, did you not do your due diligence before you bought one point five billion dollars worth of Bitcoin? I feel like something's up. This dude is probably you know maybe he was high or something. I don't did know. Did he shorted the coin? Well, that's you just you just said it like. Well, I know if you I think they that. just bought $5 billion worth of Bitcoin without doing their due diligence, that's insanity. You got to think of how much actual money that is. And if you don't think they had an analyst looking at what Bitcoin is at a core level, like, and how it operates and what, what it takes to keep it going, I think that you're overlooking that because, I mean... This, like you said, this is one of the top five richest people in the world for the last few years, right? And uh, so if you don't think that there aren't government entities and other large financial institutions that are saying, hey, you know, we could see to it that these subsidies and other things might be able to be prolonged uh, if perhaps uh, you can uh, make up some ridiculous crap come out of your your mouth for the next this or that you know because we we need this you know we're not gonna be able to get it unless we can manipulate it this way or that way i think that he's a mouthpiece honestly i don't think he's his own mind i think he is in his own respect for right what he wants to do with his like with his corporation like he wants to do spacex he wants to put Neuralink in people and all that yeah that might be his own mind but i think that when he makes comments about like doge and bitcoin i think those are calculated his projects are going to take a lot of government money, so he has to play good or good cop, bad cop with all these other exactly. talking heads. Yeah, so, he, no, I mean, think about it. Look, Tesla's not profitable outside, outside the Bitcoin holdings. Of course, they got, he's got he's got to suck that government teat. He's got to get that subsidy. Yeah, anybody. Well, that's why I think he's serious, just the mouthpiece. The only people taking yeah. this serious are the ones that are already in the know. To every other there, it's just some more news on their feed, and it's going to like be stuck in their preconscious or, or subconscious or. It's just going to, uh, I don't know. I wouldn't take it too seriously. It's just a oh, agreed. Yeah. agreed. Yeah, I mean, the, right. the government subsidy yeah, is one theory. The government subsidy is one theory, but the second part of that are the carbon credits that he gets to sell for like hundreds of millions of dollars as well. And maybe that was dangled over his head like, hey, like, you know, if you promote Bitcoin too much, like, we're not going to give you these. We're going to actually charge you for the carbon that, uh, is used in each transaction for your Tesla, you know? So, you know, that could be one or there's just like a multitude of facts here that like are, Dude, well, there are because if, 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 if you think about, is no coincidence. 
it's just some cringe. But yeah, but also oh. the government subsidy is supposed to go away, right? Already. So like that's already going away. So maybe it's more so the carbon credits and like that whole scam, oh, uh, you know? So. Also, think about think about money he's already taken that wasn't related to the government just to sustain his operations outside of electric vehicle stuff. I mean, there's got to be massive amounts of debt on the books. And if he can open his stupid influencer mouth and, and create market disruption, there's financial entities out there that will directly make huge profits off of that if they're positioning themselves in the right way before he says said stupid thing. Massive. And I believe that, you know, one hand, uh, you know, one we got hand washes the other. So why wouldn't they say, Hey, look, you know, we're going to go ahead and position ourselves here and you owe us a shit ton of money back there. If you don't go ahead and just open your dumb mouth about this so we can dump bag and get back. And you know, you, you, we're going to call your debts now. <laughs> why the wouldn't they? As a whole is in dire need of money velocity. And I think this helps it along with this whole pop. didn't make sense with me. I would ask, sure, like, they over, just create waves. Under, like four months from now, he walks back this statement. I would say I wouldn't be surprised if he actually kind of if he kind of backpedals on this. Um, At least next happening, he's going to backpedal. You wait and see. Faster than that. Way I believe faster. I believe that he will digress at a certain point, and uh, when he does, it'll be. Wasn't this? It'll a, be, see, wasn't this full Bitcoin will probably start appreciating. You know. In his cars for Ethereum mining. Wait, oh God! Uh, Tesla was, uh, I believe, at one point talking about sticking like GPUs in his damn cars for Tesla mining, or uh, not Tesla yeah, mining. But, okay, but, but uh, Ethereum will move to proof of stake. Finger quotes soon. So, I mean, that's <laughs> a bad business. What, like a they don't know what they're doing if they're if they want to do that. I don't know. Proof of stake doesn't make any sense to me. It just makes me like hate them even more. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I get credits that. Are, like the key because like carbon credits mixed with Bitcoin are like literally all of their profitability, right? That's like a couple billion plus like a few hundred million. That's like pretty much all they got. So if one of those dries up, like they're kind of fucked. You know, they have to sell more equity. Moving like, to proof of stake yeah, is I great. I can't wait until they do it because they're going to trash it. It's going to be the same <laughs> as like any other major shareholder kind of thing where like the wealthy control it and it's going to yep, become yep. more centralized. Yeah. Your average man is not going to like that once they read into it. So Exactly. I, I agree, the- but I think you underestimate how, how long this shit show can go on and the party can go on. You'd be surprised how many people will embrace the same fucking thing that's been going on since the dawn of man. Right. And so I think I think oh, we'll be no, surprised by how successful it is. Um, it I don't think it'll happen on their timeline, but we'll, I mean we'll see. You know, back to Bitcoin though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I just wanted to say I'm just back to the Tesla news. I mean, let's be honest. How many people do you think were even spending Bitcoin at Tesla to buy cars? So nobody. They, yeah, exactly. So they they, they probably they probably like didn't get anyone to spend their Bitcoin. You know, everyone's a scammer and they're like, damn, you know, our ruse didn't work to get people's Bitcoins. We're just going to take that option back and then virtue signal about it. So it's good. That's a good take. Like what if, what if Elon thought that making Bitcoin a a way to purchase Tesla's would like boost his sales 
And it turns out all the Bitcoiners, you know, they think it's cool, but they don't care that much. And he was like, oh, fuck that idea. Yeah, let me roll it back. (laughs) I like that idea. (laughs) Him accumulating Bitcoin as a hedge towards his own accumulated debt was how I made sense of it also. Like with the Japanese big market boom with their stonks, uh, like companies like Nissan made more money off of speculative investments than they did car sales some years. So. That's real, yeah. and 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 that's a very good perspective right there. Agreed. Um, just to segue a little bit, and and especially since I got a few miners in here, did you guys catch Marty Bent's tweet about um the Elon news? I I thought it was a pretty solid tweet. Let me see if I can load it up real quick so I don't butcher I'm it. Go try to find it. Yeah, I I. Uh, I retweeted it, but I, I'm so I'm so good at butchering tweets that I I want to get this worded right. Um, but it was it's basically saying like the oh here it is. So he goes, well this was this wasn't necessarily about the Elon. So apparently J P Morgan was saying uh, ETH is better than Bitcoin, and they were essentially saying once Ethereum 2.0 shifts from an energy intensive proof of work to proof of stake. Uh, it'll, it'll be better, you know, for, for lack of better terms. And then Marty Bent tweets this, and this was three hours ago. This was before. This <laughs> it'll was, be better for rich bastards like them. Not yeah, ex- exactly. <laughs> and, and this, and this was before the Elon Musk tweet came out, but Marty's tweet was in all caps. So, you know, he's serious. It's the all out attack from the Davos class has begun. I can't wait to destroy these kleptocrats kleptocrats on the battlefield of ideas have fun staying poor and then and then to have Musk come out and and basically say the same thing it's you know i'm gonna put on my tinfoil hat but like it seems it seems somewhat fabricated like you guys are saying you know the he's a mouthpiece for something and at least to the average pleb the average bitcoin pleb and everyone in here it seems pretty obvious what their playbook is and they're just getting roasted by the average pleb. And it's, it's, it's quite hilarious in my opinion, but, um, I thought it was a good tweet and, and you guys said you guys were saying that without even knowing the tweet. So it seems, it seems like a solid take from Marty, but, um, I don't know. You guys have some thoughts on that. I have a pretty big one, and that's uh, newbie friends that have started contact me about crypto, and then they'll ask me about this shit. I've gotten two messages today with what Elon said, and then I managed to convince them that, yeah, it's a bullshit virtue signal, and it's empty, and they're just grifting. Agreed. Like, stupid things like Doge or Ethereum are getting people's foot in the door with Bitcoin, so... Like I have a uh, one friend where, like, he learned the hard way, like, Ethereum fees are grift to hell right now, so now he's all in Bitcoin. It's pretty funny, like the backlash against this just brings in more people or the backlash could be manufactured as well to get us to adopt this to our own demise. Who knows? Dude. Because if like uh, people Bitcoin that is my demise, like, I'm going down Ethereum with this shit. Good. US dollar good. And it's like, <laughs> what? Like I used Ethereum, like it charged me like a eighty dollar fee to and then like uh Swift is bullshit. Like I've I've had like people with child support steal my money, so it's I, I don't know. <laughs> It just pushes people to Bitcoin. It's funny. Like like bad publicity is good. So that that's a long term game plan here, but to your average person, I think they're market making or manipulating with the news right now and that's it. 
I agree with that. What were you saying? Are you a P.T. Barnum fan there? What's up? <laughs> you like P.T. Barnum there? And bad publicity is good publicity? Everything's good for Bitcoin, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everything is. I mean, I love that meme. It, it's, it's stupid at first, but once you stay in long enough, it makes a lot of sense. No, it's true. It's 100% true. But his, his tweet, like the Jax tweet that says Bitcoin incentivizes renewable energy with Elon Musk just writing true. Yeah, on the twenty second of April, dude. Like every normie needs to see that. Like, I don't even have a Twitter, but that sounds legendary that it even got started. So, <laughs> you should. Yeah, I mean, and, and, and I mean yeah, the, I'm, the... Get, I'm not getting Zucker jacked, <laughs> right? Um, and, and let's be honest, the real silver lining is even if if Elon's tweet was manufactured, if he was the mouthpiece, like we got cheaper sats. Bitcoin's still holding up above 50k. It hit what 47k or something for like <laughs> 20 minutes or something, an hour tops. And all the plebs out there bought it up. So, you know, if if you're here guys, I mean not to you guys, but to those listening and you're trying to follow along, you're trying to figure out the noise from the signal. The signal is people are buying it. Like who are the people selling this Bitcoin? It's the weak hands that don't know what they own. And everyone that has conviction is buying and holding. And so that's the real signal. And that's the real story along this that, you know, one man doesn't affect Bitcoin. And even if they can, can cause some volatility in the price, that's what we like to call opportunity. And you get some cheaper sets. And so, Hopefully everyone out there is buying some Bitcoin today because it's on sale. So shouts out to Elon. If if that was his intention, thank you for the cheap sets. So I guess I guess uh, yeah, Techno I King will... is cool in my book, but really not. <laughs> Go see me. <laughs> see all these shills try to pump it and dump it, dude. It's just market making manipulation. Exactly. I mean, really I would encourage fun. everyone. Well, thanks, King Elon. <laughs> like I got, I got some at uh forty six nine hundred, so that felt good. What an honor! And then like uh, I washed my engine bay, and then it's at fifty. So there you go. I would encourage everyone not to get too confident that um, I mean, look, I'm 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 uh, I think Bitcoin will is 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 uh is king, but I don't I don't think. But everyone's coming for the crown, man. Like I think you can't write off how compelling of a narrative proof of stake is. Because it'll eventually get to it, and, and I don't know if it's gonna be this year or next year or whatever, but it'll do it. And I can write it, it off easily. Well, <laughs> and, and and it is it is inherently centralizing. No, um, for your average person, I can write it off very easily. Like my newbie friends are reading about market cap, and I have to explain how that's a joke. And but well, I know, I but I, I think if you we should, expect I think Ethereum's you price to go. I think uh, I think Ethereum <laughs> will probably in market cap flip Bitcoin. Over the next year, I think everybody should be prepared for that, and you should be prepared to say to understand why that's not a uh, why that is not invalidating. And you point back to the thing we've always talked about, which is monetary policy, and the fact that well, one of the reasons why people are liking Ethereum is because they arbitrarily change the monetary policy. And with Bitcoin, you can't do that. It doesn't matter who you are. It does not matter if you're a global superpower. You cannot affect that. In Ethereum, a small cabal of people who pre-mine 70% of the coins, they get to decide. So I would say, like, look, you can buy Ethereum, but 
Bitcoin will always be here and it will always be going up. And you're going to be one. You're going to want to be in Bitcoin in 10 years. I don't know how else to tell you that. I just say uh, your average man as they get up Ethereum, if there's more payment rails for that with those centralized powers you talked about, like with the, those 32 ETH staked, like that's lack of participation and actually generating new coins. So we could see like a total market shift with GPUs now and that craze to ASICs as that becomes more competitive and stuff and less volatility because we're getting cucked off. But in the long run, people are going to realize they can still participate in Bitcoin and there's more chance of gains than Ethereum. Ethereum is going to cut off gains for its average adopter as it goes to proof of stake and the longer proof of stake is established. While Bitcoin will make a larger difference in my opinion. I I, I, I kind of agree with that. And and on that note, I got to take off, guys. I got to get up real early and, and protect our blessed network. Let's go. <laughs> guys, Th- have a great night. Thanks for coming out, Peace. bro. You too. I, I think the heuristic here Respect. is uh, how does it go again? Uh, the market the market could stay irrational far longer than you can stay solvent. So I think, you know, that I like to CV's point, I think that's the, like what, what you're, at least that's what I heard you say. And I, yeah, I I tend to agree with that, but I'm, I'm where I'm much on the same line as where Fox it's, you know, I cannot see the uh, the rewards with Ethereum outlasting and and outcompeting the rewards of Bitcoin. Oh I'm no, sorry. yeah, and no, the, I agree with you. Desperate, I... these centralized powers become, which Ethereum is a sign of desperation to me. Agreed. The more drastic of a, a difference or a spread we'll see between these two. I one hundred. Yeah, but Ethereum agree. might like go flipping, but it, it's what we're, what are going to be the fucking fees then, and what's going to be like the the detriment on the user. It, I don't know. No, I see the thing is you're 100% right in my opinion, but most people don't even dig that shit. Ethereum down. has like what a fifthening too. So it's like we're looking at a halvening versus a fifthening with just like the basics. <laughs> regard or disregard for outside forces. So it's just And then we have a cap with Bitcoin like Ethereum is what infinite yeah. and they have they figured out how to like nail down the supply yet or is that still No, no they're going to start burning supply and finger quotes it'll be harder money and Bullshit. so that is current monetary policy it doesn't make sense to me either well it's monetary policy but it's they they change it that's the thing i don't trust their mon- monetary policy to be the same in 10 years cuz it hasn't shown to be the same for the past 6 years central banks on the blockchain yeah, bro that's that's just a little that's bit what of the blockchain can do man, Go i was in ethereum when their logo was green I still have my mouse pad that says Ethereum, the world computer, when the logo is green before the classic fork. Yeah, this, you remember back in 2017, all the fucking bullshit about Ethereum being cheaper to transact than Bitcoin? This is like at the height of the scaling war. And now, try to send a fucking transaction on Ethereum. It's $60 per transaction. Like That sounds like uh, the cost on Ethereum for not interacting with the smart contracts there. Try to move a crypto kitty. It's probably going to be about 150 <laughs> even though my crypto kitties have gone from 15 cents exchanges, to $10. Which I, oh, NFT craze. Yeah, but I can't move them. I'm locked in. Yeah, they're trying to like trade $10. Only the rich can use this fucking... network. Boys, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's good. I mean, so, we so wait. gains in Ethereum, man. Uh, it's slightly more expensive than the actual Ethereum that I burn off. So technically, I haven't had any fucking gains. That's the stupid thing that centralized network there, and people don't notice. 
Let's go. Yeah. With Bitcoin, the Satoshi fee economy adjusts with price. With Ethereum, it doesn't somehow, even though with Ethereum, they claim that the miners can adjust the block size free willed. Well, they're financially incentivized to not fucking do that and grift the fees higher. So, uh, Can we change the subject? I have a uh, an appropriate kindergarten announcement to make. Um, yeah, sure. I've been doing uh, local Tulsa, Oklahoma Bitcoin meetups lately, monthly. And uh, last month I had uh, my good friend Alex Leishman of uh, River Financial in town speaking at our Bitcoin meetup. And this coming week I have Sam Samskis, who is a developer for Strike. And I'm proud to announce, because I haven't done this publicly yet, that we are the first uh, local Bitcoin meetup to be sponsored by Foldapp. Oh, so wow, uh, they gave me the money. I'm going to cater it. I get beer, food for everybody. I'm hoping to have 50 people, which is a big deal for Tulsa, Oklahoma. And so I'm just personally really excited because I've been that, that fucking crazy Bitcoin guy for a decade. And I'm finally now getting IRL people of all shapes and sizes to come regularly meet. And I'm finally reaching out, you know, getting the thing, you know, funded, bankrolled. So it's a personal victory for me. So let's hear it for those uh, Bitcoin meetups. Uh, CB, I have, a, I have a question for you. Cause, and, and I'm kind of basing it off my personal experience as well. But since you've been around a little longer than I have, what are your thoughts on this current bull market in the sense of, uh, and, and where Fox said it, like we're all like, I don't know if this is just a personal thing or maybe we're more aware of it. But it seems for all us Bitcoiners, we're getting a lot more retail talk about it. Like everywhere I go, someone's talking about Doge. I'm watching stuff on YouTube. People are talking about Doge. It happened the last happening I was here with, too. I mean, I think it happens every go. But it, does it feel yeah, like there are more? Well, like it, it, it feels like happen, more people. It right? is different. It feels so different. I've never seen anything like this. The fundamentals are good. And we're already at the stage where people are talking about it in coffee shops. And I don't exactly. think we're even halfway over. I, exactly. I know I'm not saying like this time is different and this is necessarily the super cycle, but something has happened in the past three months. And um, I, I think we're going to deviate. My, my personal view is the past 10 years has been the, 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 the cyclical pattern of the Bitcoin price has been relatively easy to predict, in my view. I think it's extremely difficult to predict in the future because it's not going to have these giant corrections. I think it's going to look very different. I think we'll see um, less volatility over time. And I have something kind of interesting to say yeah, about this. But. I think it will be... Um, I think you'll have more real threat from within the cryptocurrency world like um ethereum and then other blockchains i think a lot of there will be a lot of froth a lot of people will want to participate in those because of root uh, unit bias or um, fear of missing out but um i think we're going to see the we're, we're in the beginning paradigm of what we've always wanted which is the slow steady adoption and slow accumulation of a new asset class by the people who matter, who have a long time, who have, have a low time preference. I think it's going to be very different. I mean, boomers are buying this. They're going to be able to buy it in their bank accounts very soon. My bank here, located here in Tulsa, Oklahoma, uh, which hasn't made a uh, 
which has not made a, a, a public announcement about it yet. Um, in, in 20 days, I will be able to hold Bitcoin in my bank account through my business and they will custody it. That is a big deal. Like these are national banks that can do that. And I know we have this whole self-custody thing, but I, you know, I also got to run a business and that's a big deal. When boomers can buy and hold and custody this shit in their bank account and they can call their same person they've always called, you know, like that changes the game, man. Like I'm, I'm very much turning into a Michael Saylor and saying, you know, look, there's all this other stuff out there. It's cool, but I'm only focused on Bitcoin long-term. Like that is, that is where the meaning is. And, um, and to borrow Kobe's words, I know people hate him, uh, up only. It's just going to be going up. Let's All go. right, I got a take on this. but Shoot it. All right, uh, about like 2018 to 2019, I was some crazy kid working in a shitty warehouse job for near minimum wage. I was scooping up uh, with about 50 to 60% of my paychecks Bitcoin at 3K. I was crazy telling my coworkers, at this certain time frame, which is about right now, I was expecting the price to be at 100000 And that sounded crazy then. It sounds conservative now, so now I have them hitting me up. Uh, one of them recently, though, asked me, why was it not at 100000 though? Isn't that scary? Because you seemed crazy before, and it's not happening. And my response was, well, we're competing with precious metals and stuff if we look at that kind of thing. Like, you can look at the uh, SLV shares, or like what they print up, but then try to buy a physical ounce of silver, and it's near like 35 to 40 bucks. While SLV says it's like 25. And then we have all these other like frothing up of the cryptocurrency market and competition there. So in a way, I think the strange competition against the establishment does have us at 100K. Because memes are dreams and the, the memes uh, j or the ends justify the memes nowadays. So it's... Well. Okay, if you walk up to your average person and ask them if they have one Bitcoin, they're going to assume that they have a lot of money. Well, a beneficial thing is they don't really know how much an ounce of gold or silver is. So that kind of backs the sailor uh, the sighting of Bitcoin is the way and metals are for boomers. Boomers are kind of waking up away from metals, but at the same time, they're still scooping them because the grid might go down. A lot of news of that lately. And then this whole energy shortage, tie that in with the environmental impact. So yeah, I'll stop there. It's I'm not too concerned about it. And actually, though, there are a lot of people that are thinking we should be higher than this, and they are concerned about that And when, when it comes to Bitcoin's price evaluation. Uh, I'm not sure if anybody else here has had that kind of concern, but like the old rainbow charts or like logarithmic algorithm and stuff, we're a bit below, but I think that is because of all of this competition that we're facing. People just want to flee from fiat currency in total now. I mean, look at Pokemon cards and Magic the Gathering. But yeah, I'll stop there. No, I think that's a great take. I like intuitively that makes a lot of sense to me. And and I love what you said. Uh, what memes are dreams, and what do you say? No, the ends justify the memes. The now. ends justify the memes. Damn, that's what's up. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a that's a solid tweet. Too bad you don't have your your Twitter up, bro. But damn, that's how I'm, I'm able to come up with these gems, though, is I'm not arguing with idiots. So. <laughs> For real, though, <laughs> dude. Yeah, makes agreed. me take my time to find like cool people like y'all. So it's let's go, dude. Yeah, it's it's definitely definitely been a, a week where the plebs were killing each other. All the bitcoiners were going at each other's throats, and it it's like standard. The price goes sideways. 
our our boy Jim Jim got into a couple skirmishes on Twitter. So it, it's been a heated week, and it, it's just funny because every time the price goes sideways, it's like a given. Oh yeah, everyone's gonna start shitting on each other. And it's and a waste of resources, man. Like agreed. lately, I've been buying like or like PC mining shit at a at a low like auction rate. You know, gambling with that, and then I'll flip it for like a hundred to two hundred dollars profit and get some sats with that. Let's I'm still go. coming out on top. My my portfolio ain't going down. It's going up twenty four seven. So this is the way. This is what Bitcoiners do. Just make sure. You, like I got off the phone today with a friend, and he called me. And he's not really a fully Bitcoiner yet, but I've I've been slowly but surely giving him the Bitcoin message. He's got a little exposure. But uh, I was surprised because he called me. He's like, yo, did you see the Bitcoin price and how it dropped? And I was like, yeah, dude. Like, I'm surprised you're watching it. And he was like, dude, I need to start selling things. I need to buy some Bitcoin. Like, he's starting to think like a Bitcoin. Like, oh, my God, how can I just make sure that I have more sats than I had yesterday? And so I it, it was kind of a proud moment, even, even though he still doesn't have too much bitcoin but i'm like yo you're starting to think like a bitcoiner like i'm proud of you dude now now freaking no man people need to start thinking sats. that way about fiat too in my opinion i agree like fiat you're gonna be like finding items that people have splurged on with this easy helicopter money that they then have to sell to catch up on bills or debt so like stacking wisdom. anything that's a hedge right now is some king shit wisdom like stacking fiat even makes sense right now like people are giving me shit about that but they're screaming inflation inflation and then the people go run to the run and go by and then they cause inflation in markets like lumber and stuff or they're screaming gas shortage with this hack and then what do you know the gas prices fly up and there's an actual shortage because all the plebs went out and bought up so that's why we need talking heads like bill gates and tesla over here like oh i'm gonna tweet this <laughs> let's go silver lining um, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna segue a little bit, cause um, the mempool almost Bitcoin cleared. encourages savings. That's the the thing I love about it. That's true. That's that's, that's wisdom right there. Bitcoin encourages savings. A lot of people don't have savings with fiat because fiat you're just like impulsively taught to burn it. So agreed, one hundred percent. Um, but yeah, so I'm gonna segue a little bit because Jester, I know is gonna want to talk about this. So Jester, bruh, mempools. They're going down. You think you're going to win that bet of yours or what? Uh, I do not think I'm going to win that Dude, we got bet. one sap um, per bites, bro. Like, Dude, I never thought I was going to see it. But, you know, following that, you know, all the, the stuff that happened in China with, you know, their their little mini energy crisis really affected the the, the mining on, on the network. So... Uh, now we're processing blocks super fast, so it's uh, yeah, it's looking like it. It might clear, dude. I'm getting nervous all the time. Wait, so what is your bet? Your bet is it won't clear, or it will clear. Uh, that the the mempool will not clear. Oh, dude, you're wrecked. <laughs> yeah, I'm so wrecked. It was a dumb bet, but hey, I was feeling flush, and then oof, no. Now, now I realize just how how scarce sats are. Cause man, the thought of parting with any amount right now, it, it I don't, I don't even want to think about it. <laughs> All right, well, just for do your ob obligatory open channels, mempools are clearing oh, out. You're the light, you're the lightning like, in house guy. Give give them the give them the shill, bro. 
there's no better opportunity to to open channels. I was not expecting the the mempool to to drop like this, and so like please take advantage of it. Uh, open some channels and and point your sats in a direction that that will be used in the future because you'll be able to charge routing fees like uh, from from the channels that, that you create you know today. So. Yeah, in, invest in your you know future transactions and the network's future transactions, uh, because a lot of Bitcoin are being transacted like on Bitcoin's blockchain, and and the idea is that a lot of that is kind of inefficient use of the blockchain because block space is super scarce. So like, please do it in a more efficient way, and and create some large channels so that you can. You know, sell little bits of that liquidity, uh, and uh, and and make a return on it, because like that's that's going to make the the Bitcoin network much more efficient, and and save everybody on fees. Market it as the uh, the real yield farming, <laughs> right? Yeah, just for go in and and give the people some FOMO. Give the people the FOMO that you were giving me last night. Do you remember what you were telling me last night? So I was talking to Lightning Labs, and uh, they were sharing the the Bitcoin transactions per day. So just about every single day, there's uh, three hundred. So this week, or sorry, today, there were three hundred three thousand two hundred ninety seven Bitcoin transacted on chain, and so like a lot of that could actually happen on the Lightning Network. There's not that much Bitcoin that are on the Lightning Network. And and it, it's hard to get like a, a scale of how many Bitcoin are, are being transacted. Uh, but I route quite a few payments. Um, I'm, a, I'm a pretty big routing node. <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean a humble brag, but... Softlex, uh, softlex. <laughs> soft Go off, King. <laughs> so like if, if only 10% of those of the Bitcoin that are being transacted on chain, move onto the Lightning Network. That would be a hundred x increase of for for the Lightning Network. So those channels are going to get used, uh, and and if you can be smart about you know where to open channels, uh, you'll you'll be able to profit uh, from those from those decisions. If you're able to predict you know where those where those transactions are going to go. Then, then you'll be providing uh, not only a, a service, but but also a, a source of income for yourself and yield on your Bitcoin, non-custodial. Go on. Or if y'all uh, want to drop them fees, like let's let's get some education about there about Segwit Batch Thirty Two. Drop them legacies. Uh, how to not batch shit up like a retard and have to pay a ton because you have a ton of addresses attached to this. And yeah, uh, that's. There's a lot of like I had to educate a friend recently because he was panicking that like uh, Ledger wasn't noticing a transaction or two, and then he had to go and do RBF. He had, he didn't have any idea what RBF even was. But yeah, though I'm, I'm pro Lightning, but there's a lot of there's a lot of like a lack of knowledge with even how to use the base chain. That's true. Totally. Yeah. So like, take this opportunity to consolidate some UTXOs. So yeah, that I was that means to just like, man, they're like, what, do, what does that mean? And it's like little education primer. So, but my privacy, actually, yeah, my let's... privacy. Your privacy. 
<laughs> yeah, so, no, so basically just my taproot. <laughs> so so what that means is that you're going to send uh, like one large transaction to a, a new address in the same wallet. And so that way you can take a whole bunch of inputs. So like all this change that was lying around and you kind of combine it into one big bill. Uh, and then and then you only have, you know, one one large bill in, in your address. Of course, there there are privacy consequences to that because a whole bunch of oh, people I just will explain it as dude. We got yeah. limited data space here. Like you're going to pay more for the more space you use. And these are more instructions with these public addresses that you're throwing in there. So you're going to pay higher. So it's That's like, a good point. These are cheap right now. Go ahead and consolidate. So, so yeah, just uh, make your transactions simpler by consolidating all this change that you have. Comparing this stuff to a bank only benefits the banks. Also, another thing I noticed ever since 2018 and stuff is uh, we've, we're seeing these instant payments and stuff like that for very cheap. You think that's a coincidence? And uh, I don't know. Bitcoin's got them uh, on their toes or something. It lit a fire under their ass, most definitely. So, I'd agree. Um, and and that's actually, I I wasn't sure if we're gonna get into this, but did any of you guys catch Alex Vetsky with Edward Griffin, the the author of the Creature from Jekyll Island? Maybe not. But there was a point. There was a point during the conversation where Edward brings up. I guess his concern on Bitcoin and it was kind of what Warefox was saying. His his idea was, you know, it seems a little fishy how Wall Street and banks and, and um even even, you know, like the central banks have started to warm up to Bitcoin. And so he kinda kinda was looking at it like um like there might be a backdoor or some nefarious action for them to Oh, I don't even think it would need the back door. No, no, I, I agree. Like a, I agree. But it's more like... concern with like normies getting flooded into Ethereum because the, the powers that be like that over Bitcoin. It's... Yes, exactly. Well, you're going to adopt any of these to your own demise, even Bitcoin. Yeah. It's it, like a, what the 2013 Reddit troll with like the time travel post put up or it's yeah. like the year is 2025. We're on the block happening of two and two point, or 2.25 and... We fear that like this is going to uh, further like cause a dark age of feudalism and the yep. rich are going to control our yep. lives. And yeah, so. that that was definitely kind of the angle he was going for. And he's a precious metals guy, so one of the his big concern was, you know, what if the the energy grid falls off, then you wouldn't be able to transact with with Bitcoin, and you know, oh, they have everyone like go a... on a cashless society and and all that. And Alex was just like. It really doesn't matter, you know. No one controls Bitcoin. Like y you still have to go down the rabbit hole. But but just on that point of Wall Street and banks embracing Bitcoin, some people may look at it like a fishy thing. And then, but like how Alex and most Bitcoin maximists would say is like they have to embrace Bitcoin now because their customers are are asking them about it. They they're they're bending the knee begrudgingly to get into Bitcoin because they realize if they don't get into it now, they're, they're going to be shit out of luck. And so hence why I think we're seeing this concerted effort to talk shit on, on proof of work and, and praise Doge and ETH and all, all the other cryptocurrencies and, and basically, you know, confuse the retail investor that is coming into the crypto space without the, the context or the knowledge to understand what's going on. 
look, man, if we're moving more to like feuds or feudalism with the narcissism we see online, then we're going to see the same thing happen with silver and gold where silver was the peasant's money. Gold was the Kang shit or the settlement layer for what they considered banks or royals at the time. How Finney was saying that Bitcoin would be most likely a settlement layer for banks. That makes the most sense. Even if we do reach the scaling issues with on-chain stuff and uh, lightning becomes the silver, I don't know, with the, the block war mentality. Or Ethereum that's becomes really the good, silver and less beneficial really while the Kangs point. have the Bitcoin. So, I was I was just talking this morning, one of my uh, business partners. Uh, no, I was I was I was doing actually a side consulting gig um, to a, a media company who who works with the bank that uh, will soon announce that they direct custody Bitcoin. And uh, and and the guy for the media company was like, uh, well, isn't the whole point of Bitcoin to do away with banks? And and I said, uh, OK, Banks uh, are about to be facing zero interest, man. Well, it, yeah, like, it's like, a protest would, against... like, banks are just like expecting people to start dropping off, man. So they need an incentive or like a little trade where they can like flip flop. And... Yeah, well, I said it's a protest against the legacy institutions. But I mean, you know, the earlier Bitcoiners on the, you know, 2010 on Bitcoin Talk were, were talking, you know, very candidly about the need for different layers upon which to interact with the Bitcoin network. And Hal Finney himself talk, spoke about Bitcoin banks and said, you know, it might look different and, and, and it, it's this, they offer different services, but um, like it is not a fundamental rebellion against what a bank is, but rather about the legacy institutions that have perverted the monetary system. Kill off King. Let's go. Uh, I, I I'd agree with you one hundred percent. I don't, I don't even think I can add anything to that CB because that was chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. <laughs> well, and, and I remember when like. I remember, like back in 2013, and it's a it's a classic meme, but it's that wizard dude uh, that in in MS Paint, which is like the sponsored logo of the of the R slash Bitcoin subreddit. And I remember, like a lot of the narrative was Bitcoin free, instant, fast, and easy payments, and that worked to uh, to lure some people in. But that's not really what what Bitcoin is. I'm really glad the narrative has moved past that. But you do have to, for a monetary system, have to use it um, as some kind of currency. So that's why, like, we as Bitcoiners need to think very, um, very honestly about how um, the actual settlement of Bitcoin happens and how we can abstract upon the base layer. Now we can improve upon it. Um, so we're we're all. Uh, that's that's why I look at Lightning, and that's why I. I know, and this might be a bit heretical, but that's why we have to pay very close attention to what's happening in the broader crypto asset space. Because there are innovations going on there which don't have the security model of Bitcoin, which we can um, carefully and, and, and wisely build upon uh, uh, into Bitcoin uh, as, we, as we can, like, uh, as, as we deem. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> um, yeah sorry side sidetracked in the chat sidetracked in the chat um chestifer you had a project you had a project this week you wanna you wanna do a little light chill 
before we we start going I, into I, speculations i i do have a uh an announcement uh i've been working on a on a project called amboss um and what we uh just announced earlier today uh this morning actually is that uh yeah we've we've created a, a lightning network explorer so it it will be so you can look up any node on the lightning network and and see their capacities see their fees see their channels all in one view and you'll also be able to see the history of you know the of 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 that node so you'll be able to see its growth um and you'll be able to evaluate you know is this going to be a, a good channel peer for me um it, we made it a, a pretty intuitive uh interface and i'm i'm really excited about it it growing we've also made it so that you can sign in uh just w without a username and password you just uh take a message that we provide to you and you sign it with your node and and that's all you need we don't need to collect your information because you've already proved yourself that that you are part of the, of the network and then you'll be able to update information uh on on your nodes page and so you know provide contact information if you'd like so other people can coordinate with you to to open channels or uh see what sort of minimum channel size requirements you have uh i'm really excited uh to to get this started but we've got a lot more features coming and i'm really excited to share it so jester the the real question is are you coming for one ml's neck bro <laughs> uh 1ml has has done a, a fantastic job uh and and they provide you know the network-wide statistics um and uh we tried to orient amboss towards you know routing nodes so you know we we want to see all in one screen all the information that, that's relevant to us and so that's that was kind of uh driving the the design of of amboss.space wow are you a politician, dude? That was a great politically correct uh, response. So shout out to you, dude. They're coaching you up really well over there at the boardroom. Thanks, man. <laughs> I got a question that, like, hopefully somebody in here can answer. But why was the color coin protocol stuff with wallets or nodes themselves? Like, it seems kind of centralized with some of the the concepts. But we look at Etherscan and stuff like that, and it's like, well, it just works. In the words of Todd Howard, so. Uh, uh, will Lightning kind of trash that old basis of those concepts with colored coins or what they did on Bitcoin Cash with like, like Spice, I believe it was called? Or like, is the idea dead or is it something that we could resurrect to compete with Ethereum and ERC20 and FT stuff like that? Um, I, I, I think CB you know, can jump in yeah. or Jesper. You got mm -hmm. thoughts? Yeah, I, I honestly don't spend too much time uh, like researching shit coins um because because i oh I know, a, like, a color you, coin, bitcoin will, will, will take over bitcoin plus it's still a bitcoin <laughs> okay yeah uh but one thing about the lightning network is that you know sats are fungible uh on the on the payment the individual payment layer they're essentially indistinguishable from one another they don't really have a history that anyone could compile. Oh, yeah, I know because... that. Like, uh, I think when Color Coins was still a, a big idea, we only had legacy addresses, and then we needed Segwit and stuff like that to be able to introduce Lightning. Yeah, I'm wondering if Lightning is is a killer of something like uh, 
the, the old color coin ideas or protocols because I've been looking into doing a wallet like that, but I don't have a lot of money right now for it. I'm saving, but uh, yeah, maybe CB can comment on that. Yeah, he's been around. Okay, a like, really have a whole lot of insight except that um, it has been like core to the Bitcoin narrative of understanding that Bitcoin is in is really programmable money. And so imagine if you can program certain traits to that money. So exactly. I don't know. I've which I in, I understand that a lot of Bitcoiners, especially Bitcoin maximalists, hate NFTs, but they're really just indicative of the the culture accepting what you can like, do with technology. Crypto, and I say yeah, like my, like my you can you can do this on Bitcoin, and that's really fucking cool that you can do that kind of thing. My crypto you see the security like backed up from a hash or something like that on the Ethereum chain. That's it. I have to rely on the centralized server. So that server same centralized server can see my one Bitcoin transaction in its history as me having proof of owning this share or this piece of art. And that was the idea with colored coins. But I'm just wondering though, with like that uh, address kind of modification and like we, we uh, getting into lightning, like that kind of took a shit on the idea. Well, I don't think lightning necessarily did, but liquid for sure is, is probably more in line with that. So that, that was like the epitome of the pro or programmable money thing for me. Like I got in in 2015, right when color coin stuff was big and booming and then it just dropped off a cliff, but everybody and their brother had like a, a color coin wallet. So your sats would also like represent represent an increment. Say like oh, you get a, a Doge token for every a thousand sat. Like your wallet would show that. The same as you go into EtherScan, and it's like people collect shit coins or joke coins just to have on like their assigned public address. The same as they have like domain names. Like I was a uh, wherefox.eth. We could accomplish the same thing on Bitcoin's chain with that. So there's a lot of main chain uses or, or usage or misuses or misusage. That we are not capitalizing on. So, I love lightning and all, but it's like you know, there's a lot of unused potential before lightning, or like a lot of misuse. So it's, I think people need to focus on that before we even get the normies into lightning. I, I don't know because only when the normies understand main chain, they love lightning. Yeah, I I think I agree with you on the the lightning point, but I I don't think that lightning necessarily competes with the colored coin idea it would be more like liquid because they're they're already doing like liquid assets and and then they have liquid assets into video games and then i think they're doing like nfts on liquid and all that so i i'm not much i'm not well versed in in the colored coins or or nor do i even I care too much about liquid games, though. it's like interact with this crate this is a lightning address wait a second boom interacted with the game and it's well, traceable yeah. because their server is keeping like the, the the transaction on their own kind of ledger even though that's not the main chain ledger but uh, still i i trust the main chain ledger more but then that's kind of a, a catch-22 because i'm also trusting the centralized company at the same time so i'm kind of glad you said that yeah, I mean, in, in my opinion, I look at Lightning more of improving throughput. So I definitely see, you know, I think video games and like I'm not even a gamer, but if I were a gamer, like I would be incentivized to be, to play more video games if I was earning sats 
and I was earning sets easily oh, through I was Lightning. Showing like all my gamer friends a year and a half ago. Look at these uh, color coin protocols, these NFTs on Ethereum. This is going to be the future of your video games, but it's going to be done through the Lightning I, Network. And I'd send them. I don't know concepts no, of that. I think it'd be oh, more like crazy. liquid. I think it'd be and more. And then they started liquid. asking me about mining other GPUs and shit. So it's funny as hell. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that concept would happen more on liquid assets because I I know Samson Mao is doing something similar to that where there's you know like um non fungible game uh like video you're gonna see stuff. Like, like true japanese akikomoris because they're all going to be locked in the room earning a living from like a, a true in-game economy it's going to be both very positive and depressing i can't wait till like, we get there <laughs> ready player one yo let's go uh just <laughs> Just, uh, like let's see for 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 lightning i i think it's it's just focus on scaling bitcoin uh to to the world or or to to multiple planets if you want to get really cosmic um and also enabling microtransactions because you know as it is you know bitcoin can't scale to the world um and you know as uh you know tarantula put it in in the in the presentation like he wants to, he wants to give people like the the best money. I mean, you get freedom, you get sovereignty out of this stuff. So, like, it's it's important to to take Bitcoin further, and I think that's what Lightning is is focused on doing, scaling it. Uh, it it doesn't really have anything to do with with colored coins or yeah. Or, or you know, since there's been so much interest in NFTs, and I still don't understand why. To the protocol that we should cherish. So. I want to defend NFTs not in their current form, but in what they conceptually are. Uh, which yeah, is digital like baseball cards. Card or like a well, it, dish and trading card that's all scarce and that's something that. Well, it's, it's anything you want to represent digitally. I mean, imagine like you can do this and it, it's going to go through some cycles and some fluff, but you can do this on Bitcoin. Or you can do it on something that references Bitcoin. Like, Liquid. this is cool shit. Like, imagine every contract, every ownership thing represented or at least settled on the base layer. Imagine, like, a layer two for, um, you know, uh, for for real estate. Like, that's, like, this is the world we're, we're headed into. And it's really cool. But we still have the fundamental, um, I guess, in, in my opinion, flaw of correlating real world assets to a digital blockchain that still seems to have been an unsolvable problem. So I, I can definitely see the idea of connecting digital assets onto say like the liquid network that, that, you know, consolidates down into the, the main chain, but connecting real world assets onto a blockchain is still something that I think, that's actually, is, is I, I see Lightning Network. It's like you can only interact with this scarce object if you send a Lightning Network payment. This is a unique interaction within the game. No, yeah, but... Well, in the words of Michael Saylor, you know, every software is eating the world. And so I think we it's hard to conceptualize it today, but I think we'll be able to represent, in many cases, more things which are, physic which, which are physical things in the world. I think we'll be able to represent them somehow in the digital form and i don't know what it'll look like but i'm bullish on innovation and humanity 
and if you have a secure base layer upon which to reference then like that's you know that's that's what you need in order to build that's like having a, a good foundation for a house like you need more complex things like locks and doors and and ways to you know construct the framing of the house but it all needs to have some kind of base layer which is the foundation and so i see bitcoin as like that and you abstract bitcoin in the form of lightning or or other things uh other other layers and more complex things which trade make you know security trade-offs for efficiency or whatever but like i i you know like these are all referencing and looking back to bitcoin as as the absolute secure immutable chain bitcoin is the absolute psychological catalyst or set in stone version of neopets or what you remember with the og nfts called webkins i grew up with you had a code on that little stuffed animal then the kid could play on the game with the stuffed animal it was lit but <laughs> Bitcoin that just like like solidifies that very idea of digital scarcity. And if a company can reliably tie their digital asset and their in-game economy or anything like that to just a simple thing like that code on the tag of the the Beanie Baby 2.0 craze or whatever, it, it'll work. People will trust it and it'll be good for Bitcoin. So it's not that complicated. Just people need to put some effort in it. I Boys, think, I got to go. Good chat with you. I've yeah, had a yeah. good time. Yeah, CB. Thanks for coming out, dude. You You spit some fire. Uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up right now. Cool, Where Fox, uh, Optimus, Jesper, cheers, boys, adios. Later, dude. Cheers. Um, dang, I, I, I'm blanking on what I was just about to say. But yeah, okay, all right. Anyways, guys, um, <laughs> I think you know this is a point where we do some speculation on the price. Last week, I think we were all correctly bearish. Cause uh, I mean we didn't we didn't see the Elon Musk tweet and we didn't see this dip happening, but we all definitely said we weren't gonna get the meme coin number of sixty nine four twenty, so it's looking like we're still gonna be bearish until next week, guys. So over under sixty nine four twenty, um, I'm gonna have to go under, but I also want to shout out uh, William Clemente's. A uh, couple of threads he had this week of kind of how bullish this this mid midway bull run consolidation is. So just to sum up what he said in one of his tweets, it was like the longer we stay in this range, the higher we're gonna pop up. So man, it feels like I might be wrong if if we get some kind of bullish movement upwards. So maybe maybe I'll be. Uh, I'll be happily wrong next week, but it just it feels like we're under. Let's melt some faces, Jester. Let's go. <laughs> CB, CB, not even in the chat, but he's saying over. Uh, Wynicus under, Jester over. CB Spears, not even in in the recording, but giant green dildo to seventy k. Let's go. I think we'll I think we'll wrap up tonight's episode on that bullishness. We've been we've been going for about an hour. Um, thanks, thanks for everyone coming out. And yeah, like Z Fusion said in the chat, I need, need more, more fucking, fucking sass. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. All right, guys. Hey, thanks for coming out to the listeners out there in cyberspace. Thanks for listening to us. Thanks for tuning in. And to everyone that showed up today in class, thanks for your participation. This show would not be the same without you guys. And thanks for sticking it out with us. So. 
Uh, come back next week, like always. We're here every Wednesday, 6 p.m. Pacific time, 9 p.m. Eastern time. And this is the end of Teacher's Lounge, guys. See you next week.